Welcome to Near-Death Experience Podcast, the official source of audio accounts for the Near-Death Experience Research Foundation. I'm Chaz Hathaway, author of Life in the Spirit World, What Near-Death Experiences May Teach About Life on the Other Side. Today's going to be the first of our possibly continued shorter episodes, and I apologize for that. I just, things have gotten pretty pretty tight lately, time-wise, and, and my business is pretty much tanking while I'm trying to get through school and so forth. And so I'm trying to find ways of, of getting a little more time to be able to, you know, save my business and, and get my schoolwork in on time and so forth. Um, and one of the few things that I have some leeway with is the podcast. And, and, uh, and so I'm going to try doing some short episodes for a while to see if I can maintain that pace a little bit better. Um, hopefully we'll be able to doing it that way hopefully we'll be able to keep doing the podcast so anyway um this is dan from enderf.org he says i died for about three or four minutes 11 years ago and entered this other dimension that i took as being heaven certainly an afterlife it was really beautiful with gardens and fountains and a small countryside hills and small countryside hills The people appeared in Greek or Roman dress, very comfortable, with white robes and sandal shoes. A pocket of females was conversing near a majestic water fountain that also displayed Greek decor with seraphim, ivy, and fruit. I don't know what to do or say, so I just stood there and looked at them. A gorgeous blonde-haired one lifted her head my way, and the others turned to greet me with very warm smiles. Then a man walked down a brick path to my left, suddenly appeared, waving his arms to the group of women, calling to them, No, do not speak to him. It is not his time. The man was bearded and looked human, unlike the other Romanesque angels of beauty. In fact, he was wearing blue jeans and a checkered flannel shirt. He approached me to give me instruction, but when I slammed back into my body and later awakened in the intensive care unit, the hospital, I do not remember at all what this man said to me. I recall entering the afterlife paradise instantly, as if surfacing from a pool of water. The images became clearer until I was literally at this garden spot, about 15 yards from the group of women talking. I did not recall any feeling of wind, a sun, or any other upper atmosphere or planets. It was daylight, pleasant, colorful, but no weather, sunlight, or water, other than the fountain at which the women gathered. It was a very pretty place. I experienced it all as if looking through my eyes and did not have a body or spirit form that I could detect. That is the end of Dan's experience. And I should say, this sounds familiar to me, and I don't know if it's from reading it previously. Lots of times I'll just be reading through them in the evening or something and just collect them up and, and have this whole bunch to, you know, eventually read from um, as I come across them. But uh, so it could be one that I just came across or it could be one I've read before. And I apologize if that's the case, but I don't think so. I think this is a new one. What I find interesting is the mention of the Roman uh, stuff. The, the Romanesque uh, flavor of the whole thing, uh, you know, uh, Greek decor and seraphim, ivy and fruit and all this stuff. This keeps coming up 
you know, the the uh, library of learning or, or whatever you want to call it is often described as being like Roman columns and people dressed in Roman attire. I'm not sure what to make of that. Maybe it's just that the Roman Empire was so big that, that it's got a lot of Roman spirits there. Or, or maybe they were inspired during their time as far as architecture and, and so forth. And it really kind of flavored our... Um, and, you know, maybe they were inspired by the other side in some way. Um, at that time, or vice versa, maybe Romans went back, architects and stuff, and said, "Hey, we could build some of this here." <laughs> I have no idea, but it's interesting that there's a lot of this Romanesque kind of thing, or maybe it's something that's based on expectation. You know, this person is somehow subconsciously expecting to find Roman kind of setting, and so when they go back, that's the place that they go to—one of the Roman-looking places. You know, and maybe maybe a Japanese person would go to a Japanese looking place because that's what their mind would lead them to. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Not to say that it's made up because I don't believe it is. I just think that the spirit world is very big and there's lots of places and and your mind and your thoughts and your feelings have a big effect on where you go and what you do. So if you would like to support the podcast, you can do so by either going to patreon.com slash ndecast and becoming an ongoing monthly contributor. Or you can uh, buy the book, Life in the Spirit World. That will help very much. And it'll help Amazon to push the book upward, you know, as it gets more sales. As it bumps forward, they tend to promote it more. And and so it kind of becomes this snowball effect of, of doing better and better. So that will help. Um, Also, if you'd like to contact the podcast, either to ask a question, share your own experience, or to just share a comment, you can do so by emailing neardeathexperiencepodcast at gmail.com or by calling 970-NDECAST. And once again, thank you all of you so much for listening.